Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And I am still saved, sanctified, and Holy Ghost filled. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? I am so in awe of God. I thank God for his grace, his mercy, his forgiveness, his unconditional love towards me. God is just so awesome. And y'all, today is World Teachers Day. Happy World Teachers Day to all my teachers out there that's listening. Happy World Teachers Day to me, y'all. I love being a teacher. I love being an educator. I love my students. I just love encouraging them and inspiring them and and just encourage them to actually use the greatness that is in them and just not to hold it in, but let it out for the world to see because they was not created by accident and they all, each and every one of them have a purpose. So I love going to school and prayerfully, prayerfully pulling out that greatness that lies within every, each and every one of them. And so y'all, I'm going to get started with this Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, and I wanted to do a YouTube video because I was like, hopefully y'all can see me clearly and hear me, but uh, so many times, like, this subject gets us caught off guard, or sometimes it don't get you caught off guard, you know what you're doing, but sometimes you be, like, wondering why I keep failing in life, why I cannot, like, why I'm not living my purpose? Like, why am I not fulfilled? Why I'm not happy? And a lot of times it's the company that you're keeping. It's your close associations that you have. So on tonight's Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, the topic is soar, soar or fail. Choose your company wisely. Choose your company wisely because we have the we have to watch the company that we keep we have to watch the company that we keep because your circle will determine whether or not your circle will determine whether or not you soar or fail your circle will either have a positive or a negative impact on your life and i've seen this to be true in my life i've seen it to be true in so many situations so y'all know y'all heard of the saying birds of the feather flock together i think i'm quoting it right birds of the same feather or birds of a feather flock together and so when i'm using that um quote i want y'all to think about uh two different um two different birds we have an eagle and we have a pigeon we have an eagle and we have a pigeon and so i'm from up north so i'm used to seeing pigeons they real nasty and real dirty they can't fly like real high they always pecking that food on food they see on the ground scrapping off the ground and they all you know they all be together but you you don't see no eagle like like pecking on the ground with these uh pigeons like this like eagles is soaring they are flying at great heights and so eagles even have a total different appetite than pigeons so i need y'all to think about that as we going on like am i a pigeon do i have a pigeon mindset or do i have an eagle mindset is the people around me do the people around me have a pigeon mindset or do they have an eagle um mindset because if you really want to soar in life you have to have that eagle 
mindset. But if you want to fail, hang with the people that have that pigeon mindset. It's up to you. But like I always, you know, when I'm thinking, I'm like, you know what? I want to fly to the greatest height in my life. Like, I don't want to settle for the scrappage. I just don't want what's handed to me. I want what God has for me. So I want to inherit all things that God has for me. So I cannot be around, constantly be around people with a pigeon mindset, listening to their opinions, listening to their, you know, ideas about my life. And it's a pigeon mindset when I know what God have told me that he wanted to do in my life. Because, see, some people not going to understand the vision that God has given you. And they might have limited you. And they don't have the faith that God has given you to reach that. And so they'll talk, they'll talk negative into your life. So you can't hang around those people with that pigeon mindset. For instance, you're like, hey, you know what? I'm about to start my own business. You know, here you, you know, God showed me this. God showed me. I'm about to start my own business. And this is this is the steps that I'm gonna do to start my own business and all of this. And they'll be like, no, man, no, girl. You need to go on and um just stay at your job. You know, that's guaranteed retirement, that's guaranteed this, is guaranteed that. But you like, you know what? I want something that my children and my children's children can have. And they just on that pigeon mindset trying to keep you stuck. In the gut, I'm like, no, this what God then showed me. And so some people, you got to evaluate the people that's around you and your friends. And so you might have, even if your friends don't see it, at least they, they could say, you know what? If if that's what you have, you know, in your mind to do, if God showed you that, you know what? Go for Go forth in the name of Jesus because, you know, he will make a way. Now, we don't want to do, you know, make dumb decisions because, you know, if you are in a job and that's your only job, then, yes, you're going to build your money up or you're going to do different things until God releases you to go start that job. Especially if you have children, you have people that's dependent on you and you don't know what the where the money is coming from. Like, you don't just leave and quit your job and know, oh, you got a house note, you got children, you got this and this and this. Unless God have told you to get off that job right now. You make sure it's God telling you that. You make sure that God is telling you that. But if you have these dreams and these aspirations to do different things and you know that the Lord told you and he showed you some of the steps in your game planning, he's speaking into your spirit on what to do, write the vision, write the vision, make it plain and make steps to do that. But you don't want to be hanging around these people with a, um, a pigeon mindset. You're like, no, 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 no. I'm trying to soar in my life. And it's not just naturally, but I want to soar spiritually. Like you shouldn't be comfortable being like at the bottom. You what you have been saved for 5, 10, 15, 20 years, but still you walking in carnality, still you making excuses for sin instead of growing in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ? What's wrong with you? No. And then you got these people around you that's comfortable, that's lukewarm, that's not trying to strive for excellence. They're not trying to strive for greatness in the Lord. They're just comfortable with saying, I'm saved. They're not living out the purpose that God had for their life. They don't want to find out. And they just barely, barely, barely saved. They want to, they close to the world. Okay. They don't want to grow again in grace. They want to do worldly. They had their mind on worldly things. And it's not about building the kingdom of God. It's only about building their life here on earth. 
Those are people in the spirit with a pigeon mindset. But you need to hang around the eagles that's soaring. So I find, I'm telling y'all, in my later years of life, in my 30s, I'm finding out, hey, stay, stick around the old people, older, older people, because they might get their feelings if I say, oh, stick around the older people with that wisdom that you can like like oh i see them soaring in the spirit i see them overcoming let me hang around those people because i don't want to keep falling in the same sin what did they do to keep soaring and i'm not saying that they are perfect but you see them soaring in the spirit you see them soaring in the spirit sometimes the eagles you know they have to come down for food different things or whatever but you see them soaring in the spirit in their natural life because they are walking in the spirit and not fulfilling the lust of the flesh you see these people making excuses for sin and doing all their desires and not concerned about the kingdom of god about first of all about them being holy second of all about helping bring others to christ them not those are people with a pigeon mindset because god called us out of darkness into this marvelous light so we can let our light so shine that men may see our good works and glorify our father which is in heaven so leave those pigeon mindset people behind so with the eagles and i thank god for i know my parents they are eagles they've been in holiness for a long time long time and you can see you can see the proof you can see the fruit of you know them being in holiness and then i have some other uh sisters in christ that i see them soaring mothers excuse me mothers in christ and even some sisters um that are soaring those are the people you around you, those are the people you hang around with that ego mindset that want to be great in god that 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 don't just want to be mediocre no i want to be great in god glory and so you know what i haven't even got into the meat y'all of what i have to say i didn't wrote some notes but i haven't even got into the meat but you can't y'all watch the company watch the company you keep it it don't mean don't be cordial to everybody but those people that's in your close circle should be encouraging you should be supporting you should be walking in the spirit should want something out of life period them the people you surround yourself with but don't surround yourself with people that just okay with barely getting by in the spirit barely getting by in the natural uh-uh no you if you want your life to be a certain way you see the people that have done it talk to those people that have done it before you i find myself because i love encouraging people i love motivating women and young people so i find myself listening to other podcasts of people that are successful and people that have you know they successful because people have actually have said testimonies on how it helped them i don't want to just be on here just making a noise i mean that's just a waste of my time i can just be reading my bible and doing something else uh hey anything else but being on here i'm not here to just make a noise y'all i want you to please take in what i'm saying and your life be changed by it that's what i'm here for i'm just a servant of a, of the lord i'm just an ambassador of christ and i want to do what god have called me to do well not because it's just a job because i love you are whoever you are listening to this i love you and i want the best for your life i want you to live that abundant life and it's because it's not just about the natural that's all some preachers 
is out here preaching about getting a house, the car, the, the, the husband, the wife, but yet they still killing themselves. They got all this, but they still killing themselves because see, God put that desire in each and every one of us to desire him. And see, they don't have him. And see, even though I don't have a mansion, I don't have a Rolls Royce to Tesla. Hey, I might have it one day. I don't have it now. But I don't have it now. But see, still, hey, I got joy, unspeakable joy, full of glory, because I possess the greatest, which is Jesus Christ. Glory to God. So you want to soar, you, 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 you get Jesus in your life. And don't not just get Jesus. Now, Jesus is the greatest, but he's telling you something to do. Faith without works is dead. Don't tell me you believe in God, but I mean, hey, I don't see no works or no fruit. You believe in God, you got to step out on faith in some things. And I, I, I believe, I believe that God, hey, God got some awesome things for us. I'm saying you, eagles is not regular birds. See, sometimes you have to take it from the spirit to the natural, the natural to the spirit so you can understand what I'm saying to you, we don't want to just be scraping on the ground. Let's scrape on the ground and prayer like you crying out to God, laying before the Lord. But at some time point, you got to be like, you know what? Mm -mm. Even if you don't have all the money in the world, you don't have to be rich. But if you have a, you, you still got that ego mindset. I want to be everything that God want me to be. I want to receive everything that God want me to receive. And I'm going to go after it with all I have. Glory to God, because everything is not going to fall in your lap. You got to go after it. Sometimes I know God have told me to do something in the natural, and I did it, and I was blessed. He is that He is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think. But yes, it's according to that power that's working within us. But we got to go after it. Don't just sit there. God telling you to do something on the night. Get up and go. Do what God is calling you to do. But I'm going to deal with some things on tonight. The pigeon and the eagle have different mindsets. The pigeon and the eagle have different mindsets, okay? The eagle, uh, the eagle, the eagle is like, hey, you know, he's soaring high. He's soaring high. But that pigeon, again, scraping on the ground. And so in the spirit, different mindsets, okay? So me, for instance, okay, I'm setting my affection on things above and not things on this earth. I'm setting my affection on things above and not things on this earth. Like God has my whole heart. God has all of me. Like, and so it, I'm thinking about kingdom business. I'm thinking about kingdom business. And, and I'm seeking first, again, hey, scripture, I'm seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. First, first. First, I'm not going after things to please my flesh. Yes, I'm a single woman, but I know in the fullness of time, all things going to be well and my husband going to come and claim me glory to God. So I don't have to get on Tinder. I think that's what it's called. My students were telling me, man, Miss why you need to get on Tinder. Nope. God, my husband is going to come and claim me. I don't need to get on Tinder. I'm not going to do no type. I'm not doing no uh, online dating type of thing. I'm not going to the bar trying to find a man. I'm not going to parties trying to find a man. Because, see, he that find a wife, find a good thing. He that find a wife, I, I promise you, he's going to come and claim me as his own. So I don't have to worry about going out to find no husband. So I'm seeking first the kingdom. 
I'm seeking first the kingdom and his righteousness and everything else, including my husband. He coming. He coming, glory to God. Everything else will be added unto me. Whatever else God wants me to have, if it's another house, if it's a, a, a brand new car, whatever he wants me to have, it's going to be added to me when I take care of his business first. That's my mindset. I'm focusing on God and his kingdom, his righteousness, and everything else going to be taken care of. Don't mean that I don't have to do something in the natural. It don't mean that. It means that I'm seeking God in all I do because I care about what God thinks about it. I'm not about to go out here and get another job. I'm not about to go out here and do this if God is not pleased with it. I seek God in everything I do because, see, that's a problem. That is a problem. That's why people are failing. You might be you might be succeeding in your natural life, but you are failing in your spiritual life because it's like, ooh, ooh. And some people are like, ooh, ooh, I got to bigger offer over here with thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars more. But what did God say? Is that job with thousands of more, thousands, thousands, thousands of more? Is it, is it um taking you from doing what God has called you to do in a spirit? Is it taking you out of the church building so much that now you are so carnal that you only think about worldly things and not building up his kingdom and helping others be saved and helping your own self stay saved because Jesus soon come. I'm going to throw that in. So if that, that job that you just got just took you out where you cannot fulfill your kingdom duties, like nothing relating to the church, you're not spiritual, you can't really pray anymore, you can't fast, you can't do nothing to build up the kingdom of God, but yet you getting all these thousands more. Was it really a blessing or was it a curse? But see, that's when, again, that's when your mindset is different from that pigeon. See, your ego is thinking of, when you had that ego mind, you thinking about all this, because see, I got the sword and the spirit. And if my natural life supersede my spiritual life, I'm not going to make it in the kingdom. And I'm talking about when Jesus come back. So I can kingdom of heaven. So why? Some things ain't worth it. Now, some, now I'm not going to lie. God will bless us with a better paying job. But you got to make sure that that was in the will of God for your life. That's why I'm saying when you had a kingdom mindset, you making sure that God is pleased with your life. Not just looking at dollar signs and your happiness. But is God pleased with my life if I take this job? Is this from... It get confirmation because I promise you, God sent confirmation to be on so many things. God will give you confirmation in the spirit if this job is for you. But anyway, even if the spouse, because some people be just looking like, oh, this man treat me nice, da da da. Is he strong in the Lord? Do he even know how to pray? Do he even know the voice of the Lord? Can he cover you? Can he wash you with the word? That's what they say in Ephesians 5. Can he do any of these things? Well, why is you still talking to him? Like, why do you even want him as a husband? But yet people look at, oh, he can quote scriptures, or maybe he just go in the church. But oh my God, do he even praise the Lord in church? Do he even pray in church? Do he even give it in, in an event like to the spirit? Like, do he, I mean, is he, I mean, he's just there? But you marrying this man? The man that's supposed to cover you and your children? But then you hang around friends that's going to encourage you to get married to these people, encourage you to get the job, because, see, they got a pigeon mindset, too. They're not seeking God. They want to stay carnal. 
So now they're encouraging you, and now you're going to fail in your marriage. You're going to fail because you didn't see God first. But why? Why not have friends around you that you know what? They'll be like, hey, hey, sis, hey, bro, I'm telling you, something ain't right about that person right there. God showed me such and such. But you know what? That's That'll be the person that you stop talking to. That'll be the person that you don't want to be around because they tried to help you, help you avoid the pitfalls, even in a job. Black like, sis, did you consult God? What did God say about that? Then you don't want to hear that. You'd be like, um, they just jealous of me. No, that friend is the one that actually care because they want to see you soar in life. And I'm not friend, I'm that friend. Because I'm gonna ask you, did you did you get confirmation from God? Did you go to the pastor to talk about this? Because the pastor watch over your soul. What 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 counsel? How do you know this is the right steps that you're taking? But a lot of people like to be comforted in their sin and in the desires that are not like God and their carnal desires. And I'm not that friend. And I don't have a lot of friends because of that. Because I'm going to tell you the truth according to God, according to God's word. And I'm thinking in the spirit. I'm not thinking about right now. I'm thinking about now and the future. So I'm trying to tell you, hang around them kind of eagle-minded friends with them pigeons. I promise you, they'll pat you in your sins and watch you go to hell and live in hell on earth because you decide that, hey, you know what? I'm going to do it my way. Then I got some friends that's going to agree with me in my mess. Those are all pinching mindset friends. But we're going to go on. Uh, a person, an eagle and a pigeon have different mindsets. An eagle and a pigeon have different mindsets. I, I said that, y'all. Different appetites is what I was trying to say. So like an eagle, like they they are carnivorous, but pigeons mostly eat, I said that earlier, scrappings off the ground. So my appetite in the spirit is like I have a hunger and thirst after righteousness. And guess what? If I have a hunger and thirst after righteousness, I will be filled. That's what the Bible says. But if I have a hunger and thirst after just worldly things, which is a pigeon mindset, I'm going to stay on the ground. I'm going to stay on the ground because I got that pigeon mindset. And guess what? I will never be full. I will never be full. Never. Never. Because, again, that's like me as an eagle. That's like me as an eagle dropping down low and getting the scrapings. But I... My appetite was for meat, like some good meat. But I said, oh, you know what? No, nope, no, nope. I'm going to hang around the pigeons. I'm going to hang around the pigeons, and I'm just going to get these little scrapings. Mm-mm. What? No, I'm not. No, that's not me. <laughs> that's what I'm telling y'all. I got to keep the eagle mindset. If they want to settle for scraping, they can settle for the scrapings. But my hunger and thirst is after righteousness so I can be filled up and I can keep soaring. I'm full. I can, if I stay full in the spirit and all I want is more of Jesus, more of Jesus, more of Jesus, I will soar. Don't listen. See, if you got them friends talking about something you holier than thou, you think you better than me, you think you all that. Those are the ones with the pigeon mindset. You got to stay. Don't keep company with them because they're not going to build you up in the spirit. They're not going to encourage you. They're going to support you because they want to stay low with the pigeon mindset. But if you want to soar in the spirit, you got to say, you know what? I want 
Oh, glory to God. I want more of God. I want more of God because I know if he take control of me, my life will be fulfilled. I won't have to worry about trying to kill myself. I won't have to worry about trying to kill somebody else because see, I, my life is fulfilled. And no matter what others say about me, I have accepted what God has said about me. Glory to God. So you get you some friends that's going to build you up in God keep you afloat in God because we are something we go through different situations we go through different trials but if you still had a you still can keep your momentum if you got some friends that's also eagles and they hunger and thirsting after righteousness they want to be right and they're like hey sis you can do it you can do it keep flying keep soaring in the spirit hey get you some, I'm trying to tell y'all get you some eagle mindset friends because you want to stay soaring in the spirit. You don't want them friends to be like, you know what? It's okay this time. It's okay this time. Like, go on and sleep with that dude. It's okay. You don't want no friends like that. That's that's that pigeon mindset. That means I got to come from my ego up high to drop low to the pigeon mindset. I don't want to drop low to the pigeon mindset. I got to stay high with the eagles. So I'm telling y'all, get you some ego mindset friends because it's going to determine if you soar or if you fail. Because people don't be believing this. Who you hang around, I'm about to get to the scriptures, who you hang around have an influence, have impact on your life and so i thank god for how if i am going through a trial or tribulation i've learned how to pray i have learned how to encourage myself but i also have people around me that are strong in the lord they have that eagle mindset and they can further encourage me in the lord so i thank god i thank god for my small circle and these people that be talking about holier than thou jesus his disciples, he only had certain ones. Everybody didn't follow him because everybody didn't understand his purpose. Those 12 disciples did. Even though one betrayed him, they understood his purpose. And he had them. And then, no, no, then he had like three of his, and I'm going to talk about the inner circle. No, the inner circle ones, about three of them that he kept real close to them, him, because he knew. They, they knew his purpose. They knew his purpose. They understood his purpose. And they was there for him. He had those three that was close in his inner circle. So this is the word we're talking about. So when you have a hunger, you your appetite is even different. Keep that ego mindset. Keep that I want to soar. Keep that greatness. I don't want to have a pigeon mindset. I want to be the greatest that I can be in the spirit. I want to be the greatest that I can be on earth because it's only one of me. And one of me, which is to kill Lynette Wally, is going to leave, leave this earth having left an impact having left a legacy because it's not about me it's about jesus and if i can help save one person if that was god's calling for me i've done my job on earth because a lot of you know our jobs our natural jobs our spiritual job it's it's leading up it leads up to what our grand purpose was and so don't despise the small beginnings because sometimes you're like dog i don't like this job dog i don't like being here this long, like in this place, in this situation, but God is preparing you. He's steady preparing you and you don't know who you're impacting or who you influencing it during that time. So you gotta, you have to keep, hey, keep working, keep working, keep working because 
Keep hung, keep stay hungry and thirsty for righteousness, for being right. And see, God, the Bible says, like, like if you humble yourself, like God will exalt you. That don't mean that don't mean that you acting like you are poor. Yes, poor in spirit, which means I always want to hunger after the things of God. But that don't mean I want to keep a pigeon mindset. No, I want to be great in the kingdom of God. God's like, no, 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 no. Just like he did with the talent. It's like, no, if this is the talent, this is a gift I gave you. What you doing with it? What you doing with it? But we getting on something different. I'm going off because I just, we got to be great. And I can't settle for scraping. I can't settle for just being mediocre. So anyway. Eagles have a different mindset. Eagles have a different mindset. And then we're going to go on. Okay. Seek first. Okay. Now, number three. Number three. Number three. Hang with the wise. Hang with the wise. Like, why is we hanging with people that are not wise, y'all? You want to be wise, but yet you hanging with fools. Uh, now, wise, that means like I know I have some knowledge and I know how to apply the knowledge to my life. And I'm not just talking about regular knowledge. I'm talking about knowledge, knowledge of the um, scriptures that you know how to apply it right to your life. And so you all, I'm going to cut this off really quick and then I'm going to start it again on part two uh, because I'm also recording on Anchor. And so that's only 30 minutes. And so I'm going to come back with part two about who we should hang with and the consequences of when we don't hang with the right people. All right. I'll be back shortly. Alrighty, so this is part two of Soar or Fail, Soar or Fail, and so y'all, we're going to get into the part about what type of company that we need to hang with, because I'm telling you, you do not need to have close associations with everybody, because that's going to bring you down. Does that mean you do not love them? No, but if you see that these people are like toxic for your life, or that they are not building you up in the spirit and also even if you're trying to help them and their further they further they don't want to be helped then you cannot form close associations with those type of people because you know that you want to stay strong in the lord and sometimes i'm it hurts my heart because i'll be trying to help everybody be like some people just don't want to be saved and sometimes you got to accept that but it's like a hard pill pill to swallow but hey i'm gonna do my best to keep trying to help others but when it comes to close associations like i mentioned in the other video uh jesus jesus only had about three disciples that was the closest to him and it was a reason for that and it was there for our example because everybody cannot get that close to you because again they don't understand your purpose but we're going to go through some um people that you should or shouldn't hang with first hang with the wise wise people are those people that have knowledge and not just regular knowledge not just worldly knowledge but they have god's knowledge and they apply god's knowledge to their life that is what makes them wise because let me tell you a lot of people out here know the scriptures they know what to say they know how to say it but they are 
fools or they are unwise. So you want to hang with those people that are taking in knowledge of the scriptures, the knowledge that they need to grow in grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Those are the people you want to hang around. Those people that want to obey God, those are wise people because fools, the fool has said in his heart that they don't know God and they don't, mm -mm, and it's not just saying, it's again, it's saying in their heart. They don't have to verbally say it, but it's like, okay, you're not following the teachings of the Lord. You saying all this, but you're not applying those godly principles to your life. So actually you are either foolish or a fool. And those are not the people you need to form close associations with because you want to be wise. You want to make wise decisions. And if you see that you are unwise and you're not making wise decisions, because at one point in my life, I was not making wise decisions, but I was like, you know what? I don't want to be a fool. So, you know, I'm going to listen to wise counsel. So when I begin to listen to wise counsel, my life starts to be blessed. And I'm telling y'all, this scripture is no lie. I'm about to read it. Uh, it's in Proverbs. Proverbs had most of the scriptures about wisdom and being foolish. Um, Proverbs 13 and 20. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. So simple. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. So I, I need y'all to look at the contrast of these things. Like if you hang with wise people, make close associations with wise people, you're going to be wise. But if you hang with a lot of fools, then you're going to be destroyed right with them. Because see, the fools is not learning about God, or if they are learning about God, they're not applying it to their life where they could be saved uh saved now saved in eternity when jesus come back they're not applying it with their life they're making multiple foolish decisions where, where it involves foolish natural decisions when it comes to relationships when it comes to their job when it comes to their children when it comes to their family when it comes to their purpose when it comes to their whole life they keep making foolish decisions and when you decide that you want to hang with people that are fools, that they don't want to obey God, they want to do their own thing, then I'm telling you, you and that person going to be destroyed. But if you want to be wise, you want to make wise decisions in every area of your life, you need to hang around those people with wisdom. Like, for instance, I see my parents have wisdom in relationships. They have been married for 40 years, 40 years. So I can view their life and their marriage and take some notes from that. But why in the world would I take some notes from these married people out here and you see that their life is not blessed? They fussing and cussing or, or, or they, they're not successful in their marriage. Why in the world would I hang around with people like that? Like that don't even make sense. I want to be wise. When I get married, I want to make the right decisions when it comes to myself, my family, my husband. So why would I hang around? Why why would I listen to advice or have a company of people like that that they're not they're not successful in their marriage? As a single, why would I hang around with the singles that's fornicating? We're gonna get to that part in a little while. But why would I hang around the singles that decided that you know what? I'm gonna live my life. Ain't nothing wrong, ain't nothing wrong with a little bump of grind, ain't nothing wrong. 
wrong with that? Why would I hang around singles like that? They're not trying to be pleasing to God. They are fools because they acting like they don't understand when you and that person come together, you're going to be one. You get their spirits. They get your spirits. It, it, it's just that com combination. You might get pregnant. You might get STD. Just This is not the husband God have for you. And then you got to split and then it's going to create problems. They fools. Let them do their life. They, they think they living it up. They think you too holy. Let them think what they want. Think they fools. But if you decide, you know what? Hmm, I am, I am doing too much. You know, I'm doing too much. I need to live my life. So then you decide you want to be a fool too. You're gonna be destroyed. And again, you hang with the fools. It is so many scriptures, it's scriptures in the Bible that say, like you play having pleasure with what the fool's doing, you might not even be doing, but you want to hang with the fools. So now you're gonna be destroyed right with them. So see, I can't take part in people that want to be fools. Like I can't take part. You want to be destroyed, that's on you. I love you. I'm praying for you. I'm praying that you come over to the wild side, but I can't have a close association with you. I love you. I will speak to you. I will be nice to you. If you need me, hey, I'm there, but I'm not gonna have a close association with a fool because I can't be destroyed. I love my life and I'm trying to please the Lord. They not. So I'm telling you, this, this scripture is real. He that walks with wise men shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. And that's not just spiritually. That's also naturally in your life, your situations. And again, it can be your job. It can be relationships. It can be with your family. You're going to be destroyed. Your family life going to be destroyed because you sitting up here listening and hanging with a fool. That don't make no sense. And I'm telling y'all, every time I look at people and I look at the people they surround themselves with, this, this quote that I said in the first one, birds of a feather flock together. Something wrong with you if you have a close association with a fool. Like something ain't right about you and your mindset. You got a pigeon mindset, like I said in the first one. You want to be an eagle. Why is you hanging around with people that constantly make it? constantly is making foolish decisions but you want to be wise that don't make sense so y'all i had got i got me an inner circle a mother's strong sister in the lord my parents and i'm like okay yes we're gonna go high in the lord because we all want to see jesus in peace and we all want to be the greatest that we can be in the kingdom of god so it's good that's who you hang around but let me go on lord have mercy jesus these are also all right so the main thing this is so simple this is so simple. Just hang with the wise. If you don't remember nothing else, hang with the wise. Because I'm about to say a lot of other people that you don't need to hang with. But if you just remember hang with the wise, then you won't even hang with these type of people. But I'm about to go down the list. Praise the Lord. Now, bad company. Don't hang with bad company. Don't be have close association with bad company. 1 Corinthians 15, 33-34. 34. Don't be fooled by those who say such things, for bad company corrupts good character. Bad company corrupts good character. Character, who you is on the inside, who you is, who you are when no one is looking at you. Hmm. But bad company will corrupt corrupts good character. Think carefully about what is right and stop sinning. Think carefully about what is right and stop sinning. For to your shame, I say that some of you don't know God at all. I'm going to say it again. 1 Corinthians 15, 33-34. Don't be fooled by those who say such things. For bad company corrupts good character. Think carefully about what is right and stop sinning. 
For to your shame, I say that some of you don't know God at all. Obviously, you don't know God at all if you're hanging around with bad company. They don't know. The bad company don't know God. And why this scripture was said, I read up above, is because some people were saying like Christ wasn't resurrected and all of this. And y'all, in this day, in this day and age, that comes over to people are saying it don't take all that to be saved. You can still have sex with your boyfriend. You can still have sex with your fiance. You can still have your boobs out. You can still have your butt out. You can still have your thighs out. You can still wear your clothes so tight. You can see the whole shape of your butt and breast. But you know what? You still walking in the spirit. You still on fire for the Lord. This is what these people say. They be like, you don't take all that. But don't be fooled by people saying such things. In this scripture, they were saying Christ wasn't resurrected. Most people, a lot of people that I know is saying that Christ was resurrected from the um, dead. Like they believe that. They believe Christ was resurrected. They even believe that God sent back his spirit. But guess what? They won't receive it. They won't receive the Holy Ghost in their life. But God can change them from the inside out. And they are saying, that's why they saying it don't take all that. But guess what? what it take all that and some more because it says in the scripture like hey we gonna scarcely be saved so why am i living so close to the worldly line why am i living so close to the unsaved line and the bible said that i'm gonna scarcely be saved when jesus come back that's craziness no i'm gonna go all out and out for the lord because i'm not i'm not gonna miss the rapture and i'm not gonna die on my sins because people was talking talk all you want to but i'm gonna make it in the kingdom and i'm telling y'all if you listen to me on today it's people that are gonna talk about you the ones that's really living righteous they're not even people in the church they're not gonna want to be your friend because they're gonna say you doing too much you too extra but i'm telling y'all them too extra them doing too much them the ones gonna make the rapture but because the bible say we're gonna scarcely be saved and them people that want to hang by the unsaved line the worldly line they might not make it in but I'm telling y'all on tonight, don't hang around them kind of people. Those are them carnal people. Them, them lukewarm people that's okay with coming to church, but not totally surrendering their life to God. They doing whatever they want to. Still smoking, still drinking, still cussing on the regular, still doing all of these things. But then they thinking they're going to inherit the kingdom of God. They think they still say, but you still walking in your flesh. Like I'm telling I'm saying like you are not trying to improve. You making excuses for sin. You know when we need to stop lying to ourselves because we ain't going to make it in. If we are found in sin, and that's why I take it serious. Like, even if you make a mistake, even if you fall, it's time for you to get up. I'm talking about you making an excuse, talking about God know my heart. Some of the people I'm saying, like, they ain't going to make it in. And if you decide you want to be around a foolish person like that, you're going to be destroyed right with them. Because they are not trying to strive for greatness in the Lord. They are just trying to barely be saved. They're not saying it, but they're not spending time with God. They're doing all, all their life is consumed is with worldly things and the pleasure, the pleasures of this world, the pleasures of itself. They're not going to make it in, y'all. They're not. Unless they turn to God with their whole heart. So why would you have close associations with those type of people? No, I got to be saved. So I'm just telling y'all today, don't bad company, bad company corrupts good character. 
because you're constantly around this bad company that really don't want to be like Christ. They keep doing a wrong thing. Like they're not listening to what the pastors say. They're not listening to nothing in the Bible. And they keep going about things the wrong way. And so you keep hearing that. And again, I said in the other video, you going through different things. You're going to try to get the easy way out too. You're going to start like thinking, you know what? Well, maybe this do make sense. You're going to be trying to reason. And so, no, because see, we all in this flesh. And so you need to be around people that can, again, support you in the Lord and build you up on your most holy faith. That's what you're doing for yourself. And that's who you need to be surrounded by. But we're going to go on because I don't want to make this video too long. Okay. So don't be around bad company because it's going to, it's going to corrupt your good character. And even, I mean, because that's the inside. When people get in your head, then it goes to your heart. Terrible. Watch who you hang around on a consistent basis. I'm not talking about being so whole. You can't even speak to people. You can't even talk to people. You can't even record. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your close associations. People you get advice from. People that you talk to on a regular. Uh, no, 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 no. You need to watch who you talk to because if they if they bad come, they tell you bad things to do. Them not the people you need to be talking to. All right, we're going to go on. Here's another scripture. Proverbs 1, start at the 10th verse. My child, if sinners entice you, turn your back on them. They may say, come and join us. Let's ambush the innocent. Let's swallow them alive like the grave. Let's swallow them whole like those who go down to the pit of death. Think of the great things we'll get. So they're trying to entice you to do the wrong. Sinners trying to entice you to do the wrong thing. We'll fill our houses with all the stuff we take. Come, throw in your lot with us. We'll, we'll all share the loot. So maybe you need to do some bad things for some money. My child, don't go along with them. Stay far away from their paths. Stay far away from their paths. They rush to commit evil deeds. They hurry to commit murder. That was Proverbs 1, 10 through 16, NLT version. So it's like, now listen. Don't listen when these sinners entice you to do bad things and say, turn your back on them. Not like you for not like you don't love them, but like walk away from what they're trying to get you to do. Because guess what? You're going to be destroyed. I've heard so many stories of people that didn't have nothing to do with something happening that was bad. But yet they went to jail, too, because they was just in the midst of what was happening. That was bad. So don't go with them. Turn your back on them because these people will have you going to jail. These people will have you getting killed. These people will have you getting shot at. These people will have you getting injured. And you ain't had nothing to do with it but just because you was in the midst. So don't let sinners entice you to do the bad thing. Stay away from their past. Be nice to them. But when you know, like you hear them talking about, oh, no, nah, man, mm -mm, I don't even want to hear it. Nope, if I was you, I wouldn't do that. But since you want to do, that's going to be on you. So, nope, cut the conversation short. Nope, don't want to hear no more. Nope, nope, that's wrong. Nope, nope, don't want to hear it. You got to cut them off. Cut off the conversation. Now, we're going to continue on. So don't hang with sinners that's enticing you to do the wrong thing. Next thing. Now, we're going to go to another scripture. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 18. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. 
For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion have light with darkness, and what concord have Christ with Belial, or what part have he that believeth with an infidel, and what agreement have the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord. So, a yoke is like when you are, like, connected, like, two animals, I think it's oxen, are connected together, and it's like something around their necks. And so if you have one person that is really weak, it's an unbeliever because they're not saved, they don't have the spirit of God. They're really weak. You're strong in the Lord. And, and sometimes, like, they're going to pull at you. And I'm not talking about weak as a true day. Like, it's, it's not going anywhere because that one trying to go this way, one trying to go that way, and it's just, it's unequally yoked. It's not, it's not going to be, it's not going to get you to your purpose. And so that's why we have no business forming close associations with unbelievers. And an unbeliever is not someone to just say they don't believe in God because a lot of people believe in God. A lot of people believe that he rose and he died. A lot of people believe that. I'm talking about people that don't really believe in God to be Lord of their life, where they repent of their sins, they baptize the name of Jesus Christ, they receive the Holy Ghost, and they are walking in holiness, where they believe that, you know what, I'm going to obey. See, what God believing is doing. And so if I believe God, I'm going to obey him in every area of my life. And so unbelievers is people that really don't believe God, because if you believe in the fullness of God, that Christ really came to save me from my sins, then you won't be walking in sin. So no, you don't want to hang around those people because you are unequally yoked. And so what I can't understand, if you saying you saved, how can you be comfortable with forming a close association with somebody that's an unbeliever? I don't understand it because you and that person is, is not on the same mindset. I, I went over that in the first video, you're, you're the first part. You're not, you don't have the same mindset. This person is following worldly things. You're supposed to be following spiritual things and it's going to clash because they're going to be walking in flesh. They're going to be wanting to do things like of the world. Their mind is not thinking like I'm set my affection. The spirit-filled person is supposed to be like I'm setting my affection on things above. I'm seeking first the kingdom. They ain't going to understand you because you they it's going to clash because no, I'm seeking heavenly things. You're seeking things on the earth. You think you're going to be here. You think you're just going to die. But I'm seeking heavenly things because I know I'm going to die, but I know I have a home in the sky. So I got to make sure that I am that I'm pursuing purpose, what God has called me to do. And so I can live a fulfilled life that will drive me, that will, that will actually be beneficial to me in eternity because only what I do for Christ will last. See, the, the person that is natural, that's an unbeliever, only working for down here so they get a good name for themselves on earth. But when they die, they go to hell. That's not going to matter. They ain't going to matter. But you, as a spirit-filled believer, like, you know what? I got to make sure I'm making my call and election short, make sure God is pleased with my life, 
even my natural life, what I'm doing naturally, what I'm doing spiritually, I want God to get the glory. I want God to be pleased. This natural person, I, I'm making a name for myself. I want to make sure, you know, that my children, my family, which is nice, is pleased and it's okay, but they're not making sure that their children or their family is going to inherit eternal life. They're not even thinking about that. They're just thinking about, okay, the generation going to go on, go on, go on, but we have an eternal home. It's not going to always be like this. Some people, that worldly person ain't going to stand, that unbeliever not going to stand. So how, how? How you having fellowship and being close and, and different situations you go through, they can't relate because you thinking with a spiritual mindset, all things working together for my good. They're like, nope, you need to get out this situation because no, nope, no, nope, no, nope, I want to take that if I was you, I would curse them out. I would, I would, I would. But you like, oh no, I got to pray because I pray for my enemies. I, I love my enemies. I love them because they, I, I don't want them to be an enemy, but they have, they, they are enemy. They name me as an enemy. So you know what? I'm going to love them. I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to do nice things for them. They're like, no, man, you a pushover. You shouldn't be doing that. You doing too much. But you like, no, this is what God said for me to do. And because I do genuine love them, they, that's just the wrong spirit using them. They're not going to understand your language. So how is you being unequally yoked with the unbelievers, man? You, you ain't going to really live out the purpose that God had for your life because you, you are connecting closely they pulling you in the wrong direction. You will never reach your highest height in God. Connect it to somebody that is anti-God. If they're an unbeliever, they are carnal. And those that are in the flesh cannot please God. So you connect it to someone that cannot please God. But you want to please God? This don't make no sense. But I got to go on. But I'm just telling you, you, these people you cannot have a close association with if you want to reach the highest height in God. If you want to soar like an eagle in his natural and his spirit, you can't be close associate, closely associated with these type of people because it's all about living who God created you to be. And you can't fulfill your greatest, your greatest person of who he created you to be if you connected to an unbeliever because they're not going to understand. And furthermore, the Bible says, come out from among them and be ye separate. So you're being disobedient and God is not pleased with your life. I don't care if it's a boyfriend. I don't care if it's a girlfriend. God is not pleased with your life. If you are a believer and that person is an unbeliever, they're not saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost and walking in holiness. But you are connected closely to them. Closely to them. Okay. 2 Corinthians 6, 14 through 18. That's what that was. 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5. But understand this. That in the last days, there will come times of difficulty for people. These are people you do not want to be closely associated with. People will be lovers of self, selfish, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous. They're always talking about somebody without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. The Bible says, avoid such people. Second Timothy 3, 1 through 5. That form of godliness, woo, that's what it's saying, King James Version, but this say appearance of godliness. It say avoid such people. You got these people, woo get on my nerves i'm like lord i know you soon to come like they will they have all these they can preach they can do all of these wonderful works miracles 
testimonies, all this of deliverance, a lot, a lot. They, oh my God, they can prophesy, prophesy, lie, whatever you want to call it. But they, they found it in scripture. And then I be seeing some prophetess. You were talking about you a prophetess. This, this is the part. You were talking about you a prophetess, but God didn't tell you to cover up your nakedness. Your breast is showing. Your thighs is showing. Your skirt and dress so tight. The whole shape of your butt is showing. The whole shape. The whole shape. And everything is out. But you didn't read the scripture where it told you to be modest? Uh-uh. Come on, prophets. You go somewhere and go sit down and really, really, really receive from the Lord about you before you try to tell somebody else something. I'm like, listen, man. These people, I don't know. And then... You got people out here sinning, sleeping around, doing their thing, but yet you coming up in the church building, preaching, singing, playing the instruments. You got a form of godliness, but you denying the power because I'm telling you, the power of the Holy Ghost will change you. It will change your nature. It will give you power to live right, power to talk right, power to walk right, power over your flesh. It say, ooh, let me go up, unholy. Without self-control, you talking about you can't control yourself, but you got the Holy Ghost? You talking about something you a Christian? You talking about you saved? No, nah, sit down somewhere. You got a form of God. He said, God told me to avoid such people, and that's what I'm going to do. It don't have nothing to do with the love. I love everybody. But you don't form close association with these people that's faking it, faking it, faking it, faking it. No, you get you somewhere, somewhere down, sit down and talk to the Lord and ask him to fill you with his spirit so you cannot just have a, a gift but you also can be obedient and walk in holiness. That's what you need to ask the Lord to do on the night. But I'm saying, Lord, this is a mess. People be saying stuff out the side of their head. It's a form of godliness. But God have not told you. God have not told you to stop doing all these things. But you can you can do all this other stuff. You can prophesy. You can perform miracles with their hands. The Bible said, like in the end time, hey, the devil is gonna be doing signs and wonders, and that's why it's gonna fool a lot of people. That's unsaved and weak saved people because they're going to see them doing the signs and ones the miracles happening all the live and then gonna be like wait they gotta be saved but not no they're not because the the fruits it say by your by their fruit you're gonna know them their fruits deny them because they walking in their flesh and they sitting on a regular and they don't even look like they say but they talking about they saved. shut up sit down and get you some holy ghost power for real because gifts and callings come without repentance Y'all don't be fooled on tonight. Don't be fooled on tonight. Avoid such people. I don't want close association with people that's faking the phone. No, I don't want close association with those type of people. No, pray for them. Pray for them that their eyes be enlightened. But if you want to fake the phone, I don't need to have a close association with you. Mm -mm. Be the real deal. Be who you talking about. Be. You talking about you love God. You love God. You, you call by God. Be. Be holy. The Bible told us to be holy in all matters of conversation, all of our conduct. Glory to God. Not just coming to church is more than that. Not just prophesying is more than that. Not just preaching, not just singing, not singing, not just doing whatever you do in church. It's your whole lifestyle. Got to be holy. Glory to God. I'm going to go on because it's about to cut off for me. But mm -mm. this, uh, I believe. Oh, I can't even get through to all my stuff. This is some deep stuff, y'all. I'm going to get through it, but it say, don't keep company. Don't associate with people who indulge in sexual sin. And in this problem, it's saying like, I mean that you are not to associate with anyone who claims to, but 
be a believer yet indulges in sexual sin or is greedy or worship idols or is abusive or is a drunkard or cheats people. The Bible clearly say, do not associate with these type of people. That's found in 1 Corinthians 5, 9 through 13. We're going to go on. Watch out for these type of people, people who cause division and upset people's faith by teaching things contrary to what you have been taught. My pastor teaching me this and you talking about you don't got to do all that. I'm not associating with you on a close basis. No, no, no. I love you. Praise the Lord. How you doing? But you, we not going to have a close association because I expect my, I respect my pastor and I respect the God in my pastor. Nope. The Bible say, watch out for people who cause division and upset people's faith by teaching things contrary to what you have been taught. Stay away from them. Stay away from them. Such people are not serving Christ our Lord. They are serving their own personal interest because when you say don't take all that and this is what the bible say this is what the bible say you saying don't take all that because we living in an age that they marrying and giving in marriage marrying and divorcing marrying and divorcing but yet it's found in the bible that god hates divorce but yet you say oh it's okay uh no no i can't hang around with you i cannot hang around with you because the bible is saying something else you are upsetting my faith no 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 so but everyone that but everyone knows they talking about the ones that's obedient. Oh, by smooth talk and glowing words, they deceive innocent people. I'm going to go on. By glowing words and smooth talk, they deceive innocent people. I got that backwards, but it say by smooth talk and glowing words, they deceive innocent people. I got to go on. But everyone knows that. Praise the Lord. I'm so sorry, you all, that cut off right in the middle of what I was saying. Um, but the end of it said, but everyone knows that you are obedient to the Lord. This makes me very happy. I want you to be wise in doing right and to stay innocent of any wrong. So that's why I'm on here talking to y'all on tonight, because my prayer is for you that you be wise in doing right and stay innocent of any wrong. And so y'all, I encourage y'all, if you want to be wise, hang with the wise if you gonna be, if you wanna be a fool, hang with the fools. But just know it's a common destruction when you hang with the fools. And I do want to make sure I clarify um, that the scripture. I said it, but it, you might have didn't hear it. But the scripture is saying, do not associate with believers, with people who's claiming to be a believer. Don't associate with them if they're indulging in sexual sin, because it don't say that concerning unbelievers because you know unbelievers i mean that's what they do they have sex but still you don't form close associations with them either but you don't associate this scripture is saying you are not to associate with anyone who claims to be a believer yet indulges it's not even saying close associations saying don't associate with them period don't associate with them if they indulge in sexual sin greedy drunker or cheap people so this is the scripture talking about believe if, if if it's a believer that's indulging in these acts then we should not associate with them it don't don't even put close just don't associate with them at all because see a lot of times what's going to do is going to damage your testimony and so you have to be careful what you are doing who you are associating with but again you want to be wise, hang with the wise. You want to be a fool, hang with the fool, but know you're going to be destroyed. Now, you want to soar like an eagle, you must hang with those that are also soaring like an eagle. Now, 
if someone has a pigeon mindset, but they coming to you and they really want to be helped, they really want to elevate their mind to an eagle mentality, that is not the time for you to look to, to look down on them, to tear them down. That's to look down on them, to build them up and to pull them up to the eagle status. That's what we do in Christ. You can be changed. You can change your life. But the problem comes in when you have people around you that want to stay the same. They don't want to grow in Christ. They don't want to soar. They just want to be mediocre. But if you have that goal that you want to be great in God, which we all as believers should want to be, do our best for the Lord, then you hang around people, we have close associations with people that want to soar in God, that want to keep that ego mentality. We about greatness. We about greatness. So anyway, I pray that someone was blessed by this podcast. But remember, you can be wise. If you was foolish before or a fool, you can be wise. Give your life to the Lord and obey what the Lord is telling you to do. Do all that God has created you to do and be around people that's going to encourage you as so. Don't get around people that's going to take up for you in your sin, in your mess, and go along with you because they don't want to hurt your feelings. No, you need to be around people that is going to build you up in God so you can be great in the Lord and leave a lasting impact on this earth for the Lord, not just a great name for yourself, but leave a legacy that you walk with God, that you please God in everything that you did. You can still be wealthy and still please the Lord. Stay in tune with what God has called you to do. Stay in tune with your purpose and be around people that will encourage you in your purpose. Hang with the wise, hang with the wise. Well, y'all be blessed. If y'all have any questions, uh, message me, leave a voice message, leave a message, I don't, whatever. But uh, I love to hear from you. Uh, I have an I Am Worth It page, private page on Facebook. If you're a single uh, woman, I also have this podcast, uh, Anchor Podcast, that you are welcome to always hear. Scroll back and hear previous episodes. And so be encouraged. I'm also on Instagram. Holy Lady T, H-O-L-Y-L-A-D-Y-T. Holy Lady T on Instagram, Takia Wally, my, my um personal page on Facebook, T-I-K-I-A, last name W-I-L-E-Y. Well, y'all have a blessed night. This is Holy Lady T, checking out. Peace out.